right so today we are doing chapter 46 this is canto 10 part 3 from the shrimad bhagavatam it's a chapter which is called uddhava visits vrindavan now uddhava is a kinsman of krishna in the last episode we had seen how the 64 different studies were done by both the brothers that is krishna and balrama and how they were able to master it in 64 days i know it's a very tough challenge for anybody to master these kind of things but for the divine it is very easy and once he completes then there is a guru dakshana that is to be offered so the guru dakshana is offered and at that point in time the master that is the guru asked for something unique he said can i get my son so finally krishna and balram get the son from the nether worlds all right and restores it to the master now that was the end of the story <clears throat> so today we are doing a very interesting story that is the story of uddhava visits vrindavan now uddhava was a kinsman uh, one of the yadus one of the vamsh uh, person <clears throat> he was also a good friend of krishna also one of the courtiers and he was a confidant and there is a very interesting story of uddhava the last and the final chapter of krishna's life is also conveyed to uddhava now there are so many gitas you know i am sure you have heard of only one bhagavad gita <laughs> there are various other gitas that happened along the way because as a human being arjuna keeps on forgetting what is taught and when it is taught you can remember it for a certain amount of time and then you forget about it and then what happens then you get lost in the material world once you get lost in the material world you cannot come back again to the spiritual and the material world drags you down so arjuna has this tremendous amount of problems where he has to cope up with the material world he has to go and conquer different lands so he keeps on coming back to krishna to get more and more you know thoda thoda dosage milna chahiye na you remember all the junkies what they do no <laughs> they have to go back again to get one more get one more like that so in the spiritual also it's the same so arjuna keeps on going back and every time it's a new geeta it's a revival actually so finally in the end when krishna is about to die this is in prabhasa prabhasa is a place in gujarat now when he is about to die his kinsman is there same person uddhava uddhava comes and asks him can you please give me the instructions of a geeta so krishna says okay fine i'll give you the last and the final word and that is the reason why uddhav geeta is also one of the most prominent books because it contains the essence of all the geetas in his entire 125 years of life okay now that is the same uddhava we are going to meet in this chapter just now 
can you imagine during the dwapar yoga that is the second yoga or sorry the third yoga the treta and then dwapar people live for 125 years and beyond today to live for even 70 years is difficult <laughs> 70 or 80 and at that time krishna is dying at the age of 125 as per the you know the mythological stories he has got 16108 wives that's a big figure isn't it right even if you start with one you don't know when you are going to end with the last one <laughs> so coming back to the story once again so uddhava lives beyond that and this is the same uddhava we are going to meet just now now you may say why uddhava is a character over here uddhava is a character over here who is called the narrator you know sort of you require a character for the completion of a particular narration isn't it there are two things in krishna's world one is he has come over here so that he can establish dharma second one is he has come in this world so that he can make people spiritual in nature these are two things right so he has to eradicate all the bad stuff that is on one side and on the other side create all the spiritual stuff so these are the two reasons why he comes again he has come here for the same reason and then you require somebody so that you can propagate the teachings further and further now uh, this is a very important chapter from the those who are called the devotees see there are various kinds of people one is the person who is a very cut and dry type of a person <laughs> you understand somebody who is uh, always bothered about study 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 vedas shastra this that so such a type of a person is called a sankhya yogi sankhya yogi is a person who studies the vedas he is a knowledgeable person he is a professor he is a professor a professor is not a practical person then there is one professor on one side then there is a practical person on the other side the practical person is called a karma yogi he uses the knowledge that is there to work in the world okay so whatever is taught over there in the big big fat volumes you know and i am sure you know those who have seen the vedas and other books they are very fat volumes now imagine there somebody who is sitting and reading that you know to read one chapter is so tough you you need to have at least 10 saridons or anasins or something like that you know one chapter or even one page for that matter imagine there is a guy over there who learns all these things he by heart sit even the bhagavad gita you will find that fellow is talking and then there is another person who says no 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 i will implement it so he works on it he is called a karma yogi and then there is a third one who says boss i don't understand a word of what is being taught okay i am a small i have very tiny brains okay see i very small head very tiny brains i don't understand a word can you give me some path which is very easy like you know ekdam shortcut fatafat and that person is saying that <coughs> so ah uh, okay so he's telling me i have used 2000 kb 
Alright, so then what happens is uh, this person is more interested in a very simple formula. He says, you know what, I don't want to be a super cook. Okay, I don't want to be the Michelin cook, you know, type of person. I don't even want to be, um, you know, a five star or an A star hotel. Can I be a, a very simple, you know, Udupi restaurant or something like that, where you get the idli dosa, vada sambar, simple, simple stuff. Okay. So he says, you know, darshini type, chalega. Utna hi milega chalega. So he is called a devotee. Devotee's job is not to learn anything specific. He doesn't learn anything. He is not even interested in all those, you know, cut and dry type of, you know, E is equal to MC square type, you know, old formula sa sirka upar se jata hai. And he is also not a person who wants to go and study the formula in outer space. He is not like uh, any of those people as well. He is that simple person. He says, okay, I'll watch TV. Okay, I'll watch TV. <laughs> I will see Neil deGrasse Tyson. What he says, some of it, 90% of it I won't understand, but at least I can see some beautiful stuff. Okay. So this is the observer, he is the person who watches. So this is the third character in this story. He is called Uddhava. Uddhava is a simplistic person with very little brains, no specifics in this world. He says, give me a simple formula so that I can be, you know, with you all the time. And that simple formula is called devotion. And what is the simple formula? What does it move on which petrol? You know, all cars move on petrol, no petrol and diesel and also vehicle. The vehicle is called this devotion. And the petrol inside that, the fuel is called love. L-O-V-E, love. <laughs> That's a very common word. But this is a special kind of a love for God. So we are going to study this chapter, which is an important chapter. I am sorry, I am giving you a lengthy explanation for this. So that you get a hang of what I am talking. This chapter is about love. And this love is unique in nature. We are going to discuss love in detail. The different kinds of love in this chapter and the next one also. Because you will find some crazy people in that next chapter. Crazy people why? Because here, there you are going to have somebody talking to a, you know, the beetle. Imagine, yesterday Pari posted one picture of me talking to a bird. So, birdie num num. And here it's beetle. Okay, so you have somebody talking to a beetle. So imagine this kind of a person. Who is this? So we will study that. So today we are doing this chapter. It's called 46th chapter. Uddhava visits Vrindavana. It's an interesting chapter. Sukhdev Goswami said, The supremely intelligent Uddhava, is an intelligent person, was the best counsellor of the Vrishni dynasty. A beloved friend of Lord Sri Krishna and a direct disciple of Brahaspati. Now this, this introduction is given so that you understand that he is also born as a person who is a link between the chapters. Okay? And he is going to be there off and on in the middle. And he is going to give us certain insights because he is going to ask Krishna some things and Krishna is going to respond. And by the way, he is like a actor. He looks like Krishna. You know, uh, in some of the movies you have duplicates, no? So, Samne duplicate ko rakh ka. So, Uddhava is like a duplicate character of Krishna. He looks like Krishna only a little bit. 
and everybody gets fooled by him by the way so he is also a beloved friend of lord sri krishna and a direct dis- disciple of brahaspati brahaspati is the teacher of gods okay gods teacher all the gods in the heavens okay the supreme lord hari who relieves the distress of all and who surrenders to him once took the hand of his fully devoted dear most friend uddhava and addressed him as follows so now he is going to say certain words lord krishna said dear gentle uddhava go to raja and give pleasure to our parents and also relieve the gopis suffering in separation from me by giving them my message so the introduction of the first very very important word okay in this line i will read the line you will see the word over there lord krishna said dear gentle uddhava go to vraja that's a vraja bhumi vraja bhumi is the place where you have gokul vrindavan and all those places you know the mountains is there govardhan all the entire place is called vraja bhumi vraja and give pleasure to our parents so when they see you you know they will feel nice somebody kisi gaon se aa gaya aadmi is a na gaon se aa gaya aadmi and the person who comes from your village i mean those who stay in some far away places and now have gone to imagine you know you are staying in usa and somebody from your native place comes ha <gasps> how is everything how is this place how is that place oh you know mg road what is there on mg road oh the metro has started very good what is happening over there we love to find out all about our things and we love to find out about our friends relations and so on and so forth so krishna is going to send this guy over there uddhava and this is an important chapter here is is introducing one word over here okay go to raja and give pleasure to our parents and also relieve the gopis suffering in separation from me by giving them my message so we have introduced a very important word here that is called separation okay the most important word has been introduced already it is called separation love grows by separation we were discussing love i told you this chapter is all about love so he has introduced the first word over here separation when a person is separate the love grows in leaps and bounds you know when two people who are in love with each other when they stay together you know what happens to them after a few days they will start they each of them wants one ak 47 ak 56 leke ek dusre ko murder karne ko dekhte hain wo log they do it's it's a very common thing by the way you have seen it with your own in you know, your own households also everybody they may be in love with each other okay but very shortly the mahabharata starts in the house or wherever they are when two you know girlfriend and boyfriend or man and woman when they are together for a very long time what happens lot of fights happen so a little bit of separation is very very important so you have to go far away for a few days and then come back and then go and come back then love grows by separation okay so this is a very interesting phenomena in love okay and understand this true love actually grows by separation and separation means the more amount of craving happens 
I want to see the person. I want to know this person. I want to have this person next to me. But the moment you have, you don't want. Okay, <laughs> the reverse phenomena starts. The moment the person is close, then you don't want to have that person. So, this is a interesting chapter based on separation. And love grows when it is when you are separate. The minds of these gopis are always absorbed in me and their very lives are devoted to me. For my sake they have abandoned everything related to their bodies, renouncing ordinary happiness in their life, as well as religious duties necessary for such happiness in the next life. I alone am the dear most beloved and indeed their very self. Therefore, I take it upon myself to sustain them in all circumstances. So Krishna knows about this phenomena which is called love growing by means of separation because he is called the master of love. So what he says, I am very much keen that these people, the gopis, the gopis are love incarnate by the way. It is expression of love. How does love get expressed? Gopi. Okay. They are the gopis from Vrindavan. Golok Vrindavan and those who have done the Bhagavad Gita with me will remember there is a second divine unmanifest. The second divine unmanifest talks about Golok Vrindavana. Okay? The gopis are from the same planet. We have also studied in the Ramayana another interesting chapter another uh, chapter over there where Sri Ram is going on Vanvas to the jungles and when he is going over there at that point in time he has to pass through a jungle where there are thousands of Rishi Munis and they are harassed by the demons in the sky and they request Sri Ram can you please get rid of these demons and Sri Ram fights these demons and defeats them. These Rishi Munis continue with their tapascharya over there, whatever you know things that they are doing over there, and Sri Ram has to go away from them. So the Rishi Munis say to him, Can you please be with us in your next life? Because this life you are busy, you have a lot of other things to do, we are also busy, so we would like you to be in our life in, in our next life. And Sri Ram blesses this Rishi Munis and says, Okay, in the next life you will be born as gopis who will be there in Vrindavan with me. And then you will send, spend your pastimes and so you will be always in love with me. So all the gopis that are born in, in that Vrajabhumi are the same people who were there in the previous book in Ramayana as these rishis. So now in this chapter when Uddhava is going to go to Vrajabhumi, so Krishna is telling him, what is this meaning? What is it that they are going through? This kind of pain that a person goes through. The minds of those gopis are always absorbed in me. You know, if your mind is absorbed in certain thing, think about all the examinations that you have given. You know, tomorrow is a very important examination. Do you know in the previous day or the few days before that 
let us say there is an entrance examination or there is some sort of a very very big examination in your life you know how focused you are on that if mom says to you you know have dinner you say don't want just now i am very busy can you not see don't disturb me don't do this and some friend of his calls and says don't call me just now and some you will say tell your brother or somebody you know tell that fellow i am not there <laughs> because you are so much absorbed in your studies this is called absorption the absorption is complete okay now those who have gone to beaches or gardens you seen you have been to gardens beaches and all you find the couples over there in india it is a very common phenomena in marina beach and all those places yes of course some under some rock you will find them you can't find you can't go and disturb them the only person who goes and disturbs them is either the chakka or the policeman they will go and take hafta and go away from there <laughs> but they are so absorbed in each other that they don't want to be disturbed okay full day all right and after that once they say acha to hum chalte hain after they go in their buses or bikes or whatever they will still say na hi how are you what are you doing just now boss i just left you 15 minutes ago no no have you reached how are things with you okay don't 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 disconnect this no do keep on writing but i am driving i am at a signal you want me to write at the signal also yes yes continue to write <laughs> so it is like that it's like a story this is called absorption absorption means completely absorbing in that one pointedness in that one particular thing so he is talking about the gopis are always absorbed in me their very lives are devoted to me a person who is devoted to a particular thing you know what how he does it he is focused on that issue see i am taking this chapter very slowly because you need to understand what is this importance of this book you know it's called the book of love you know the devotion is so intense you know devotion is how have you seen those people standing in those stands you know chepak stadium you are one of those stadiums and india is playing pakistan you see all the indians over there <laughs> they are with their jhanda over there oh yeah four runs two runs even if it is one run yeah come on and if the pakistan is put one six you know what <clears throat> don't want <laughs> so the devotion is towards india and imagine some idiot over there keeps on climbing vasimakaran ne chakka lagaya ek rakh ke dege usko che aur lagayenge you can't have that so the devotion is important so when a person is devoted to a particular thing he is very focused he doesn't look at other things he doesn't give a damn when somebody is bowling very nicely to indians he says sale ko pakad ke maro sale ko wo six laga four laga you you see the whole point and that is how it works so devotion is that then they have abandoned everything related to their bodies when a person is in love you have seen some movies like you know laila majnu heer ranja and all those kind of love stories you will find that that person doesn't care whether he is got a torn clothes or he is is not shaven he is got big beard his hair is disheveled he doesn't care a damn about his appearance he goes just like that huh you will find 
ही विल से ना कोई पत्थर से ना मारो मेरे दीवानों को लाइक दैट काइंड ऑफ अ सॉन्ग और सॉन्ग भी बहुत चलता है जावेद अख्तर एंड ऑल दो साइड ऑफ सॉन्ग्स हियर दिस पर्सन इज लीज बहुत अबाउट इट ही इज लाइक अ मैड पर्सन सो द गोपीज दे डोंट केयर अबाउट देयर अपियरेंसेज दे आर एंड देयर बॉडीज ऑल्सो वाई बिकॉज इट रियली डज नॉट मैटर वेन यू आर इन लव विथ समथिंग और समबडी देन यू डोंट केयर वेदर यू आर you know dressed properly or not you just want to be in love with that person you don't give a shit about anything i'm sorry just open that curtain so that the light comes in not the uh, just open the curtain so yeah brightness will come a little bit instead of yellow light white light will come <laughs> renouncing ordinary happiness in their life what is the ordinary happiness the ordinary happiness is that happiness which is given but let us say you know you are you are eating an ice cream okay the ice cream is very important to you why because you love ice cream or you are eating a cadbury now think about it the beloved loves cadbury the beloved loves that ice cream <laughs> do you think you will be eating it with devotion wo aisa ek aisa khayega wo dusre ke bare mein soch raha hai you know the person is thinking about that other person i'm eating ice cream the ice cream is going to melt in the hand by the way you see is not going to go inside the mouth it's just going to melt in the hand why because you're thinking about the other person and that other person is always bothered about ki you know kya ho raha hai if this person was there with me i would have enjoyed this ice cream or this chocolate or whatever i'm just saying cadbury okay you may, it might be any other doesn't matter huh? a five star half half ek idhar se ek udhar se wo bhi ho sakta hai pata nahi so i'm just saying okay city is getting ideas <laughs> as well as religious duties necessary for such happiness in the next life you know religious duties what they are you have to get up wash yourself up this do that go to the temple all kinds of activities everybody is insisting you have to do like this and you have to do like that you know for you diwali is not great neither is christmas great to wear good clothes during those days or to go and wish everybody <coughs> no but if your girlfriend you have to meet or your boyfriend you have to meet that's an important day that is greater than christmas is of this world so you want to dress nicely kitna scent laga sakta hai utna lagate hai kitna deodorant aur kya 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 ekdam chaka chak hoke go and meet your girlfriends that is what a person does for them that is diwali and that is christmas and that is new year but other religious duties hat nahi mangta hai so for these people those who are in love this is love all about love okay they forget all the actual religious duties why religious duties will give you happiness in your next life imagine happiness in your next life you say no as temple jane ka suppose you know mom says today you go to the temple and come all right and the girlfriend says inox mein na acha picture laga hai to which temple is better inox or the temple is better Inox is better, why? Because you have to go there. <laughs> so that is religion for you. Your religion is Inox. Hmm. I am not going to any temple. So think about it like that. 
So, <clears throat> I alone am their dear most beloved and indeed their very self. To have no separation between the two is very very important. So, this myself, I consider that other person as me only and me as that other person. So, it's literally like you know one and the same. Therefore, I take it upon myself to sustain them in all circumstances. Krishna, the dear Lord says that you see I have to keep these people alive in their own way of thinking and the, the way they are supposed to be. Now, I have told you all this thing in one line, okay, this one verse. You know what it is called? It is called Viraha Bhakti. Viraha, separation. Bhakti, devotion. Devotion by means of separation. Okay? So love grows because of separation. So Viraha Bhakti. We are doing a very important chapter called Viraha Bhakti. So we continue. My dear Uddhava, for those women of Gokula, I am the most cherished object of love. Thus when they remember me, who I am so far away, they are overwhelmed by the anxiety of separation. So Krishna understands the problems these gopis are facing. So what does he say? See, I understand what they are going through. They are going through the separation. You know, Krishna appears many a times as a very hard-hearted person. You should know this. But he is never like that. Krishna is never a hard-hearted person. When Krishna is the epitome of love, the only person who can be described as love incarnate is Krishna. Okay? And Krishna is always going to fulfill his devotee's wishes. In whichever way. You will find that Krishna may not physically go over there. He is not going to be physically going to Vrindavan, by the way. He doesn't enter Vrindavan after this ever again. But, his presence is felt by all the gopis in and around. And that is the reason why the love grows. The growing of love happens because of this separation, the anxiety of separation. So we are doing this Viraha Bhakti chapter. So my dear Uddhava, for those women of Gokula, I am the most cherished object of love. Thus when they remember me, who am so far away, they are overwhelmed by the anxiety of separation. Simply because I have promised to return to them, my fully devoted cowherd girlfriends struggle to maintain their life somehow or the other. So this is a, again Krishna has this saying, what he says, I understand what these girls are going through. Girls don't mean girls, okay, they are from the age group of very young to the old. Alright, so he says, I understand what these people are going through and because of which I am going to see to it that they are not under any distress. Sukhdev Goswami said, thus addressed, O King, Uddhava respectfully accepted the Master's message, mounted his chariot and set off for the Nanda Gokula. So, Nanda Maharaj stays over there in this place called Gokula. So, he goes over there. The fortunate Uddhava reached Nanda Maharaj's pastures just as the sun was setting. And since the returning cows and other animals were raising dust with their hooves, his chariot passed unnoticed. So he is entering this place well nigh into the evening. And at that point in time, all the 
cows and all the animals remember it's a kingdom where they depend on the cow milk and so on and so forth all right so that is why they are called gopis they tend to the cows they milk them the milk is sold and that is the reason why you will find all the cows after in the evening they are coming back from grazing at that point in time all the dust is raised so meanwhile uddhava's chariot is also coming and nobody notices the chariot gokula resounded on all sides with the sounds of bulls in rut fighting with one another another for fertile cows with the mooing of the cows burdened by their udders chasing after their calves with the noise of milking and of the white calves jumping here and there with the loud reverberations of flute playing and with the singing of all auspicious deeds of krishna and balrama by the cowherd men and women who make made the village resplendent with their wonderfully ornamented attires the cowherd's home in gokula appeared most charming with the abundant paraphernalia for worship of the sacrificial fire the sun unexpected guests the cows the brahmanas the forefathers and the demigods on all sides lay the flowering forest echoing with flocks of birds and swarms of bees beautified by the lakes crowded with the swans karandava ducks and bowers of lotuses so it's a beautiful scenery that is getting described imagine the whole of rajabhumi is like this today it's the most polluted city in the world by the way it's very close to delhi <laughs> so <laughs> that place is the most polluted city in the world like delhi so imagine all the animals are coming back the bulls the cows and everybody the the small bachchas you know they are after their mothers they want that milk so they are also running after them you will find that there are many other the villagers are also coming and so on and so forth so these are different sceneries enacted over there as soon as uddhava arrived at nanda maharaj's home nanda came forward to meet him the cowherd king embraced him in the great happiness and worshiped him as non different from lord vasudev see remember this i told you now if somebody comes from your particular native place you wish that person very much you know isn't it so the here naturally the form of greeting is to embrace that person so nanda maharaj embraced him after uddhava had eaten first class food been seated comfortably on a bed and relieved of his fatigue by a foot massage and other means nanda inquired of him as follows naturally foot massage <laughs> it's an important thing so even dur- during the olden times yes people used to give a nice foot massage though he is travelled by a horse maybe a chariot but still 26 miles you know there's a difference you know that's uh, basically what uh, one uh, one marathon huh? so <laughs> so he has done one marathon in a horse ride okay in a, in a chariot but still he is tired okay during those times 26 kilometers or, or 26 miles is quite a big big amount of uh, distance that you cover so nanda maharaj said my dear most unfortunate one does the son of sura farewell now that he is free and has rejoined his children and other relatives so he is asking wahan pe kaise chal raha hai what is happening over there how are things over there it's a general discussion fortunately because of his own sins the sinful kamsa has been killed 
along with his brothers. He always hated the saintly and the righteous Yadus. Does Krishna remember us? He rem- does he remember his mother and his friends and his well-wishers? Does he remember the cowherd in the village of Raja, of which he is the master? Does he remember the cows? Vrindavana forest and the Govardhana hill. So the father, the foster father is asking these questions. He says, how is Krishna? What is he doing over there? Does he remember us? You see, we all also, you know, you will find that our parents, when we go to meet our parents, they also talk in the same language. Yaad hai, paichante ho, like that, you know. <laughs> it sounds a little bit sarcastic, but this is how they will treat you. Oh, you nowadays don't remember us, huh? You will only remember when you want murukku from here, okay? <laughs> right? Is it that so? Okay, so you want to take from here. So what are you taking this time when you are going? Is it that how we all behave? So laddus, muruku, all these things you want to take it with you. Yeah, pari, everybody, you want Brito, everybody is smiling. You understand this is how it works. <laughs> so, so the first question is, ah, you have forgotten us. See, you don't remember us. Do you remember how things are here? Do you remember your friends? You know, the neighbor so and so had come yesterday only he was asking, what happened to him? Nowadays no talk, huh? no, no letters, no. Earlier it was like every day, hey, auntie I want this, I want that. I was eating at my house. I Next time I will saying in Hindi, but translated in your language you will understand how it is. So exactly like, the way Nanda Maharaj is asking, so Krishna is over there, huh? what is he doing? So this is how it is. Will Govinda return even once to see his family? Ek bar to be aayega? Udar kya green card mil gaya? Abhi aane wala hai ho? Nahi aata hai. Nahi to PR mil gaya, green card mil gaya, citizenship mil gaya, to wapas aayega bhi nahi. So, is Govinda return? Will Govinda return even once to see his family? If he ever does, we may then glance upon his beautiful face with his beautiful eyes, nose, and smile. This is the way, you know. This is what we keep saying. What does it mean? Like that, you know, that kind of an expression. We are saved from the forest fires, the wind, and the rain, the bull and the serpent demons. From all such insurmountable deadly dangers by that very great soul Krishna. So Nanda Maharaj is remembering all these, you know, all the previous episodes we have done. Snakes, this, that, all those things that Krishna has saved them from. As we remember the wonderful deeds Krishna performed. His playful sidelong glances, his smiles and his words. Oh Uddhava, we forget all our material engagements. You know, the first thing that a person does when you see a very old friend, you are like that only, you see? That, you know, when I seen you in school, you just look like that only. Okay? So, they say these kind of words. And they say, you remember us, huh? Okay? And then you say, no, yesterday only I was thinking like that. You know, we used to do like this. We used to do like that. You remember that? We used to sit in the corner of the street. Huh? Oh, somebody used to come or uska hum log leke khate te. How many things do you remember when you go back? 
hundreds of things and the person who is over there remembers you in a very fond manner in the same way a person remembers he looks at an object and he says oh this person was here you know and he used to love this item so the next time you make a certain thing okay at that time the mother will also say the person whoever you know they will say ye mere bete ko kheer bahut pasand hai you know and then she feel sad about it and she will eat little bit in your favor remembering the person so it's like that so nanda maharaj is trying to remember this is also form of love remember this it is love by separation remember it's a very important part of love separation doesn't happen love doesn't grow those now you will find that more than 90% of the people over here are separated from their family isn't it look at all of you all okay everybody is separated from their family how do you all feel today at this point in time thinking about your parents or your family your friends your relatives how do you think about them you are always thinking and you know you go in that soft state of yours saying oh i remember this is exactly the state which the parents the relatives go in that particular state over there they also remember you and this is a state of viraha bhakti it's an important chapter like i said so nanda maharaj remembers everything so he says you see i remember his smile i remember the way he used to talk the way he used to walk the way he did all those kind of things when we see the places where mukunda enjoyed his sporting pastimes the rivers hills and forests he decorated with his feet our mind becomes totally absorbed in him in my opinion krishna and balram must be two exalted demigods who have come to this planet to fulfill some great mission for the demigods such was foretold by gargarishi going back in time gargarishi had said to nanda maharaj ki these two children are having very very special characteristics nobody knows they are the lord incarnate like nobody understands you know when krishna comes when jesus came when buddha came i mean nobody understood that they are the lord incarnate after all krishna and balram killed kamsa everybody thinks of them as normal human beings having some extraordinary power hmm like batman hai na not like superman <laughs> superman is from other planet he can fly in the air batman can't fly <laughs> so they can only think this person krishna and balram having little powers you know little extra maybe they are like olympic champions or something like that hmm wwf type wala khali the great khali ke jaisa no they think it is like that they don't consider him as god almighty <laughs> so having a little bit of powers so he says after all krishna and balram kill kamsa who was as strong as 10000 elephants as well as wrestlers chanura and mustika and the elephant kuvelapita they kill them all sportingly as easily as lion disposes of small animals with the ease of a royal elephant breaking a stick krishna broke a powerful giant bow three talas long 
he also held a mountain all of for seven days with one hand. Still, after doing all these activities, also the father has no idea that he he may be the supreme divine consciousness or the Lord. He thinks that he must be some little god somewhere, you know, little chota chota mota, hmm? like a little bit of deity. Deities and gods are two separate things, by the way. Deity is a small fellow, you know. And from his hand, all that thing comes, you know, tang like that. You see in all the serials, you know. Oh. Why is that type? <laughs> so, <laughs> little bit of activity. So, that is what even Nanda Maharaj thinks his son is like that. So, with an ease of a royal elephant breaking a stick, Krishna broke a, broke a powerful giant broad tree, Tala's long. He also held a mountain along for seven days with one hand. Here in Vrindavana, Krishna and Balrama easily destroyed demons like Pralamba, Denuka, Arista, Trenavarta and Baka, who had themselves defeated both demigods and other demons. Sukhdev Goswami said, Thus, intensely remembering Krishna again and again, Nanda Maharaj's mind completely attached to the Lord, felt extremely anxiety and felt silent, overcome by the strength of his love. So, after, after having those little bit of, you know, Teda talk, the person feels very sad, you know, oh my god, why did I, what did I say, I should not be talking like this, you know, he is not there with us just now, he is gone somewhere far, I wish he was over here, so that, that feeling of disconnect comes in the person and then you feel, oh, I should not be talking like this, you know, think about it. You know, you may not like your mother watching TV or going out and t- talking about you to your neighbors and stuff like that. And you may say, Uska hoi adat hai. She goes and she talks like this to the neighbors and she will put on the TV so loud the neighbors keep on complaining all the time. All these things you say and later on when you feel, no, no, she's my mom, you know, it's okay. I don't think I should be talking like this. And then you become silent. Why? You may not like their habits, but this is how they are. They may be speaking very loudly on top of their voice. And you may not like it, but this is, this is not the disturbing factor. The factor which is disturbing is, you are not with there with them just now. So, as Mother Yashoda heard the description of her son's activities, she poured out her tears. And milk flowed from her breast out of love. So the mother feels more pain. The pain that she feels is of separation again. Any which way, when the child grows, they all go away. You know that. It's a fact of life. We have to accept it. Likewise, people separate. Then we fondly remember them. Likewise, the mother, father, relatives, they keep on remembering them. And it's important to remember because you can feel the love. The love grows by that. And you remember only fond memories. You don't remember how you got beaten and trashed. <laughs> you don't remember getting a big trashy. You don't get all you don't remember all those things. But you remember all the soft things, all the nice things, you know. You don't remember being grounded. No. <laughs> Yes, when you have to fight with your mother, you will remember all the negative things in the world, okay? 
imagine mummy is giving away some to the elder sister or brother or something you know at that point in time even a 10 gram difference or a 2 gram difference in gold or whatever you know is going to create a big problem in your life then you will say you remember you are the one who used to beat me the most you were doing like this you did like that to me and you you gave all the things to him oh acha us time pe sab negative yaad aata hai and there is no positive but when you are far away and in these circumstances you remember all the good stuff so the mother is crying because of that uddhava then joyfully addressed nanda maharaj having clearly seen the supreme love attraction he and yashoda felt for krishna the supreme personality of godhead so he can see uddhava can see the love so uddhava said oh respectful nanda maharaj certainly you and mother yashoda are most praiseworthy persons in the entire world since you have developed such a loving attitude towards lord narayana the spiritual master of all living beings these two lords mukunda and balrama are each the seed and the womb of the universe the creator and his creative potency they entered the hearts of living beings and control their conditional awareness they are the primeval supreme so uddhava is describing who the lord is actually because uddhava is remember he is also the disciple as brahaspati he has an understanding correct so he is telling them what is the truth anyone even a person of impure state who absorbs his mind in him just for a moment at the time of death burns up all the traces of sinful reaction and immediately attains the supreme transcendental destination in a pure spiritual form as effulgent as the sun i will explain this verse to you you to have rendered exceptional loving service to him lord narayana the super soul of all and the cause of all existence the great soul who although the original cause of everything has a human like form what pious deeds could still be required of you so uddhava is saying krishna is that same transcendental form of the divine consciousness that is there he is the supreme divine consciousness he is the lord almighty he has taken a very simple form anybody who remembers this lord even for a minute or even for a moment before the death achieves them this is known fact so he say but he has today appeared like a normal human being in front of us then he looks at the parents and he says you must have done something really great to be his parent isn't it infallible krishna the lord of the devotees will still return to raja to satisfy his parents having killed kamsa the enemy of the yadus in their wrestling arena krishna will now surely fulfill his promise to you by coming back o most unf- most fortunate ones do not lament you will see krishna again very soon he is present in the heart of all living beings just as a fire lies dormant in woods for him who no one is especially dear or despicable superior or inferior and yet he is not indifferent to anyone he is free from all desires for respect and yet gives respect to all others describing krishna in this manner 
is being described in a very beautiful way. He says he lives in the heart of every human being. He's going to come back. Don't worry, he will come back. This has got a very different kind of a transcendental tinge to it, which I do not have the time today to continue, but I shall tell you about it tomorrow. So let us see how this thing he is talking. For him, no one is especially dear to him or despicable. We all think, you know, that there are partialities. Krishna is partial. It is being said, I think every few chapters it is being mentioned over here. We, we think God is partial, you know. He is partial to one, he is not partial to the other. No, there is nothing like that. Those who have the transcendental knowledge will always say this. God is not partial. He is not partial to anybody. So here there is a mention. For him, no one is especially dear or despicable, superior or inferior. And yet he is not indifferent to anyone. He is free from all desires for respect and yet gives respect to all others. He has no mother. He has no mother, no father, no wife, no children and other relatives. The Lord has absolutely nobody as a relative. So he has no father, no mother, no brother, no sister, no wife, no children, nobody. No one is related to him. And yet, no one is a stranger to him. He has no material body and no birth. So Krishna never has a material body and has never taken birth. This is the truth. He has no work to do in this world that would oblige him to take birth in pure, impure or mixed species of life. Yet to enjoy his pastimes and deliver his saintly devotees, he manifests himself. So Krishna has this very peculiar way of doing things. What does he do? He doesn't have any birth. He doesn't die. Nothing happens to him. He is not pally with anybody. He doesn't have relatives. He doesn't have friends or anything like that. Yet he belongs to everybody. Yet he belongs to everyone equally in the same manner. This is, everybody should understand. You may think, you know, he is born in some household. He is married to somebody. He is living in some place. There is nothing like that. Krishna is not married to anybody. Krishna doesn't have any parents. He doesn't live with anybody. He doesn't stay with anybody. Yet he is with everybody. This is a very peculiar way. And he has his pastimes. The way he creates his pastimes, the way he creates his stories, completely different. And he delivers his saintly devotees. Those who are devoted to him, he delivers them. Delivers them to Golok Vrindavan. And yet he manifests himself. Although beyond the three modes of material nature, that is Sattva, Rajas and Tamas, goodness, passion and ignorance, the transcendental Lord accepts association with them as his play. Only as a play. He is only here in this world to do his leelas. Play. It's a playful thing. Thus the unborn Supreme Lord utilizes the material modes to create, maintain and destroy. Just as a person who is whirling around perspectives and perceives the ground to be turning, one who is affected by false ego thinks himself the doer when actually only his mind is acting. People, you know, every human being thinks 
this is me this is my body my name is so and so i was born by these parents i am living here i stay in this place i do this i do that we accept the body as me as your own this is the problem which everybody faces actually that is not the truth you are not a body you are not this person who is trapped inside a bottle if coke keep, keeps on saying you know that i am the bottle what will happen you know it's a soft drink we are talking about the soft drink we are not talking about the bottle bottle this is the bottle this body is the bottle remember never call yourself the bottle never call yourself the body so this is the line just as a person who is whirling around perceives the ground to be turning you know when you go round 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 in childhood we have done that you know we used to go round 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 and after some time you find that the the whole place is also moving along with us or when you are going by flight you know what happens when the aircraft has taken off you are sitting in the aircraft do you see the aircraft moving no <laughs> you don't see the aircraft moving at all and you see you look outside the window and you say why is the aircraft not moving it's moving at the rate of 1000 kilometers per hour and yet you see it's not moving isn't it very strange this is exactly what happens to us when a person goes round 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 he thinks that the earth is moving around with him likewise the one inside feels this is the body this is the body <laughs> nothing is happening i am the body like the person moves around he feels that the earth is moving along with him likewise in the same way in the flight you are also going at the rate of by the way you are also moving isn't it you are also going at the rate of 1000 kilometers per hour right and do you really feel that you are going we are being hurled like this at 1000 kilometers per hour do you feel that no in the train also you don't feel that thing no isn't it exactly what happens the man feels he is in the body just like he is a traveler in a train or a plane he doesn't feel anything so he thinks that the plane and the object is the same the plane and the man is the same they have become one likewise the one inside thinks that this body is him only this is just a vehicle this is a plane this body is the plane or this body is the car motor car we'll finish in 2 minutes now the supreme lord hari is certainly not your son alone rather being the lord he is the son soul father and mother of everyone nothing can be said to exist independent of lord achyuta nothing heard or seen nothing in the past present or future nothing moves or unmoving great or small he is indeed in everything for he is the supreme soul so he is in everything when krishna's messenger continued speaking with nanda the night ended o king the women of the cowherd village rose from the bed and lighting lamps worshiped their household deities then they began churning their yogurt into butter as they pulled on the churning ropes with their bangled arms the women of raja shone with splendor of the jewels which reflected the lamp's light their hips breasts and necklaces moved about and their faces anointed with reddish kumkuma glowed radiantly with the luster of their earrings reflecting from their cheeks as the ladies of raja sang the glories of lotus eyed krishna the song blended with the song 
sound of the churning as ascended to the sky and dissipated all inauspiciousness in every direction. When the godly sun had risen, the people of Raja noticed the golden chariot in front of Nanda Maharaj's doorway. Who does this belong to? They asked. Perhaps Akrura has returned. He who fulfilled Kamsa's desire by taking lotus eye Kamsa to Madhura. Is he going to use our flesh to offer funeral oblations to his master? Who is so satisfied with his service? As the woman was speaking this way, Uddhava appeared, having finished his early morning duties. So we have come to the end of the chapter. Tomorrow we shall do the song of the bee. It's a very interesting chapter. So we will be stopping over here. So we have just done a very beautiful chapter on love and devotion. Okay? So we can stop over here.